When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I am your host, Joe Quazala. I know entirely too much about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And you know who else also knows way more than they want to know Stop about it. the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is my co-host, Kristen. Hi, Kristen Stuttered. Hello, it's me. Kristen boy, was oh just boy. looking at the nominees and thinking about her dream ballot, a thing I no really one ever thought. I hate that I told you that. I said to him before that we started recording, I said, you know, I'll tell you a secret. I saw that you had posted on Instagram the nominees, and I just spent a few minutes of my, my special free time thinking about who I would vote for if I had a ballot. Incredible stuff. That's, that's definitely a joke was all activity if I've ever heard one. I and really here you are doing it. resent it. I resent You're- it. I'm mad. But the thing is, I actually would. There were more than five people that I would like to vote for this time, which is like so exciting. It's insane. And I, I also think I'm just if we can, we're going to be this is a special episode. We're going <laughs> yeah, to BTW. <laughs> we're going to be looking back because we have some artists on the ballot that we've discussed before. But I think given that the we just saw the ballot looking back at kind of the arc of the hall specifically through our show is really pretty dynamic and almost feels scripted. I never thought this day would come for a multitude of reasons. Like I never thought I would a think about the rock hall in my free time or care at all about who was on the ballot or any of that B have more than five artists that I would be excited and glad to vote for Mm -hmm. and see the fact that I I can't believe that when this show first started, I didn't think it would, I didn't think they'd ever even change a little and they changed a lot. And that's pretty good. In the course of three years. And And I know that like I, but the thing is, and I said this in our last episode, but sorry, you can't hear these trucks at all. No, not at all. Okay, it is just so wild out my window right now. Hey, okay, that's a- great. you got that AKG. That's I got that AKG clean. microphone, and it's taking good care of me directionally with sound. I said this on our last episode, but not only has the hall changed, but the hall has changed because the times they have changed. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. we are truly in a new era, and you can feel it. And it, they are finally reflecting the changes that are happening in society. And it's really exciting. Yeah, and definitely happening way more quickly than we're used to with this particular institution. Truly. And And you know, I don't want to take credit at all because I know they don't (laughs) give a shit about what I think or, or anything. But like when I said, I mean, I've been banging this drum since the beginning, the middle of the summer when the uprising happened, which was like, if they want, to truly make a change, then they need to literally not even put people on the back. Like they need to make it so that it's nearly impossible 
for us to have another all white class, for us to mm -hmm. have another all male class. Like they need to make it impossible for the voters to do harm. Yeah, right, exactly. And we're not quite there yet, but we almost, I mean, we almost have gender parity. Yeah, and I'll tell you one thing. It Like when I was doing my little thought experiment in my own free time, my dream ballot is not white or male at all. Yeah, so let's talk about that because we're going to be definitely talking to people with ballots again. Oh, and yeah. I, I hope for that to be a good chunk of the episodes coming up is us talking to people with ballots and maybe influencing them if possible. So I'm curious about who would you have on your ballot and especially who would you try to push our friends with ballots to choose? Well, so the ones that I would choose right off the bat that I don't think we'd have to push anyone to choose are obviously Carol King and Tina Turner and then yeah. the Go-Go's. Those yeah. are, I, I think we might have to do some pushing to get um, some people to choose the Go-Go's, but those are the three that I was like, right off the bat, I'm like, I'm voting mm -hmm. for Carol King, I'm voting for Tina Turner, I'm voting for the Go-Go's. And then yeah. my two other spots, the one that I think we'd have to really, wow, I sound so informed, it's wild. The one that I think we'd really have to push people for, but that I want to see very badly is Chaka Khan. Mm -hmm. And then in my fifth spot, I put Jay-Z. Yeah, that's that's pretty close to what I would do. I think the Go-Go's, like you said, to me feel like a priority because I don't think you need to really worry about Tina and Carol King getting the votes. The maybe only thing that they have to worry about is people thinking like that, thinking I don't need to vote yeah. for them because they're going to get in. Yeah, uh, That's their only weakness. But I do think it's going to be a cakewalk for them to get in. Okay. And I would hope so. I want those two ladies to walk hand in hand straight to the podium, baby. And if we only have, say, on someone's ballot, like one slot to convince people, I think then the Go-Go's is to me like the priority because yeah. I think they could. I don't think it's a definite. I think with a little push that could help them. Sadly, yeah. I think, I mean, I don't know what to think about Shaka Khan anymore. If a push can help. It just feels like she's got a lot of competition in a similar lane. I think Jay-Z is also is really coming for her vote. I'm kidding. I mean, a little, maybe. Yes, I, mean, I get it. I just, I do think that Mary J is going to come in pretty. I think Kate Bush and Mary J are not looking good this year. Yeah. I think Jay-Z is also a good one to push in the sense that I know everyone's behaving as though that is a foregone conclusion. Uh, there is hip hop. You could split the votes, especially with LL. And I think, you know, it's- a, Who I almost put in my fifth slot. Honestly, I, think, I would yeah. be really happy if LL got in this year. Me too. And then Jay-Z got in next year. But, but at the think, same time, I do think Jay-Z deserves to be an FYE. Yeah. And I also think the hall needs to have a hip hop, at least one hip hop artist in the class every year. And if yeah. you are going to make your bets on who that is going to be and try to solidify and make sure that it happens, then you you put your weight behind Jay-Z. That's kind of how I feel. And then I think Dionne Warwick has a very good chance and is someone who I would maybe consider. Yeah, I don't pushing. count her out, but I yeah, I'm not sure. I don't I don't count her out. I think a lot of the old timers like her and I yeah. think, you know, that would benefit be, her. Yeah, I think that would help her. Yeah, I don't count her out. And the same with kind of like maybe the raucous, the purists, be, you know, 
going for the Foo Fighters and Rage. Those are two that, and, and Maiden. I don't not, think Maiden has a shot. I don't think my Maiden has a shot really either, but I could see them getting some votes just from the people who are like, ew, Divas Live 2021. Look, I, yeah, I have to vote for a rock band, right? Yeah. Well, speaking of Iron Maiden, it was interesting that we had Jimmy Pardo back for the draft and he drafted Iron Maiden. And that was the artist that he chose to advocate for when he was first on our show, which was a long time ago. That was in June of 2018 was our wow. 11th episode. Oh when, my God, really? I wonder yeah. what I sound like. I'm sure I sound <laughs> like a total idiot. That's and great. Since it's been so long, and especially since we just had Jimmy on, I thought it would be appropriate to revisit that episode. Specifically, I will be remastering the episodes if our longtime fans a might remaster, remember. A Joe Quazala remaster. Well, if you've listened to those early episodes, uh, you know that I did not edit them at the time and I did not mix them so that the levels were okay or <laughs> I didn't drop in songs or anything. So the production value isn't quite there. And so I think it's worth it to go back and uh, give it that polish. Quazala collection. It's part of the Quazala <laughs> collection now. And especially the remaster. Since, it, since they're finally on the ballot, I, I think it would be appropriate. So why don't we take a listen to the remastered Iron Maiden episode with Jimmy Pardo? All right. Well, let's talk about the band uh, that you brought in. Yes. For, uh, well, brought in. That makes it sound like I, I did you, research. You brought in this. a diorama. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> very, I very did, well constructed. Yeah. We're very impressed. With I you, do Jimmy. have a PowerPoint. I'll let you take a look at this. Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Here's the thing. I gave it zero to no thought when mm -hmm. you sent me that email because that's the that's the first, other than Judas Priest, mm -hmm. those are the first two that, that pop, and Pat Benatar, that pop into my head mm -hmm. on people that should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Sure. I don't, uh, I, I cannot list more than one reason other than that I like them. Okay. As a reason. I do think they were influential. I do think that they were. Oh, we'll go through, the, we'll uh, go through path. the categories, Jimmy. So right, we'll get, we'll like, get through. Yeah. Like we said, there are, there are not categories to determine the merits, at least in terms of what the hall has said. But you have some. But I, I tried to come up with a list of categories that I thought when put together, you could kind of evaluate if a band or artist could get it. Let me begin by saying what I know about Iron Maiden. Okay. I dated someone for a long time in my 20s, for three and a half years in my 20s, who loved Iron Maiden. I, these are the things that I know. They sing and they've got like a operatic kind of operatic metal would be how I would characterize, characterize them. Sound. And I also, I know they have that guy, Eddie. He's a skull. Um, he's a skull. He's, a skull. he's, he's a like full mummy. He's a mummy. Is he? Oh, he's a mummy. I'm sorry. He's a mummy. Is he a mummy? He's a mummy. Sometimes he's a mummy. Sometimes he's a pilot. Sometimes he's a. Wow, he's like know, Barbie. Waiter. He's like the. Yeah. He's can he's have the, many occupations. He's the heavy metal Barbie. When uh, they, yeah. uh, and, and, uh, certainly, I want you to get back to your list of what you know. But when they uh, two times ago when they uh, played at the forum, Eddie came out, did his nonsense. He then goes backstage. He then came out in a Lakers, like an over a huge Lakers jersey. This is great. And Bruce Dickinson was like, and I, again, I can't do accents. Oh, bloody fucking dumb. Look how dumb that ah. is. Oh, they said, put the put the fuck. What do they call it? What's the British word for jersey? Oh, uh, um, corridor. Oh, what is it? It's <laughs> no, wonderful. no, 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 no. It's not jersey. It's um, oh. a penny. No, um, what is it? What do they call it? 
oh, what do they call it? It's I keep now. I just want to say romper, and I know that's not what I'm trying to say. Oh, they shoot. call it jumper. Is what is they call a sweater. Maybe? Yeah, I think jumper is probably. It. Yeah, put a, put a bloody jumper on it. That, that'll get the crowd on our side. Like he, he was shitting on it, and and, and I was because when it came out, I was like, you cheesy assholes. So hold on, is Eddie in concert? Is someone in an Eddie? Yeah, costume? somebody's in an Eddie costume. They I, have a boss tone, <laughs> right? I was not sure if it was like you know they're dangling a skeleton or like sometimes, I thought sometimes that, he's a giant yes. Eddie. It's like a marionette. But See, then at some point, no matter even if giant Eddie's there, at some point, someone, dude in Eddie costume <laughs> comes out. Wait, like so Scooby-Doo. someone comes out in a mummy costume with a skull skull mask on, a skeleton mask on? Yeah. Well, again, sometimes he's a mummy. Okay, Eddie's so his whole face could be. He is a a ghoul, if I may. If I think that's maybe the word to use. A ghoul. ghoul. That's that. That is one of the things I know about them is that they have these raucous live shows with a lot of visuals happening. Right. Mm -hmm. They put on a show. They put on a show, and, and and it is a great show. People love it. Yes. That is, and then I know. They're kind of like nerdy too, though. Their, their songs are based yeah, their songs. There we go. Yeah, yes, as opposed to hey, let's just get drunk and fuck. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're they're like writing about historical battles and yeah. stuff like that. Exactly. Okay. The Flight of Icarus. So, for example. For example. <laughs> These are the things that I know about <laughs> Iron Maiden. All right. First category up, critical acclaim. Do I have to defend this? Is that the no, purpose of No. This? I mean, I we mean, can the, just discuss. You, the, don't have yeah. to, you don't have to believe in your choice. You could have brought in an artist that you didn't like. <laughs> should I cross my arms more and be more defensive? Yeah, you yeah. should. Really lean back. Uh, yeah. Grimace, if you could. Don't worry. I'll turn up uh, your mic. So I think the first, ca- the first category, critical acclaim, I don't think Iron Maiden really scores any points in this category. I disagree uh, with you. I think yeah. they get it from the metal community. Okay, sure. I, I, I really do. But I, the community, but what about the critics? Are the metal critic community? Metal, would, metalcritic.com? I would actually love to look What's up. What's their metal critic score? What their, I was making a I'm Metacritic joke jokes, and nobody it. likes it. We all, and it's hear Metacritic. Me yeah, I'm Thank sorry. You. I was 100% was ignoring, like, it. ignoring it. I will, get, it and I, I will give it up. I was trying to listen to our guest, yeah, whatever, who okay, cares? But you sorry. did say a great I did say a great pun. Words. Thank you. Continue. I was not only ignoring it, I also was disliking it. Okay, great. Well, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, I actually did. I would, I, here's the truth. Uh, because I don't know how to uh, filter anything and not say everything that pops into my head. I wish I hadn't been talking so I could have enjoyed it. <laughs> That's oh, how boy. much I enjoyed it. Our audience is going to really uh, love this. I'm complimenting you. No, 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 no. I just mean like they were, they, whatever. Keep going. Tell me about I would who like to know if, Ro- like, I, I, I hate to keep putting on Rolling Stone, but they're mm-hmm. really the only people that True. review other than her. Yes, weekend. and also there is a there is a direct link between The Hall and Rolling Stone. Right. Mm-hmm. So when, when I kind of say critical acclaim. So I would like to see, Joe, if I had given one more uh, iota of interest in this than I gave it, uh, to go through and uh, what reviews their albums got through the years. Mm-hmm. Were they, were they, you know. Have they was, been included in those lists? Those list? yeah. Joe likes to quote when they've been included in, like. Rolling Stone's top 500 albums of all times or 1,000 songs mm-hmm. you must listen to before you die. Which are good. Are just That's just excuse for morning radio to have conversation. Yeah. For like, sure. You know, who cares? But it's the closest thing we can get to some sort of objective. But there's always somebody like at number, number 15 that you're going to go, no, no. That shouldn't even make the top 500 and you're putting mm-hmm. it at 15? Well, yes. what if 15, by the way, is Purple Rain and I just picked the wrong number? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the, uh, but the, it, if we try to come up with some sort of critical consensus, those lists 
are the closest thing we have to getting some sort of. But I get. But again, I think those lists are based in snobbery. I think it's based on mm-hmm. a bunch yes, of nerds exactly. that but would that's just sit what around. The Hall of Fame is. I don't too, disagree, but it's changing snobbery. a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's it is. my it's, okay. Yeah. But the category critical acclaim, I think, built in it is that snobbery. But there's yes. more categories. There are more. It's categories. just this is just Jimmy. It's just one category. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll I'll allow you to. So continue I then. think <laughs> I don't think they are reviled by critics I also don't think that they are beloved by critics I think when these magazines or publications have to come up with a list of the greatest metal songs or metal albums or metal groups Iron Maiden is always included I think they're given their due in their genre but in terms of just general critical acclaim I don't think they're scoring a lot of points alright next category is classic albums are there any albums that Iron Maiden has that I would call what's the one with the um, mommy on the cover a power slave? No, I'm kidding. Don't they all have a mummy on the cover? Well, they all have a form Eddie. of Eddie. Yeah. Again, Eddie takes many <laughs> forms, takes many guys. Uh, power yes, slave, power slave is when he's all... a mummy. He you is are... like a sphinx. He is like a sphinx, a sphinx. almost, right? Oh. Uh, but then, but then it, 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 you might be a scientist on one. Right. Okay. Yeah. So or I would a, say. I've heard he could also fly a plane. I've heard he, sometimes he's a pilot. Sometimes he's a pilot. <laughs> sometimes he's an astronaut. You know, Bruce Dickinson, the lead singer, is sometimes an actual licensed pilot, Kristen. He is. The lead singer flies an Iron Maiden 757. Oh, mama, yes. Yeah, which I think wow. is. Uh, I, the thing that I like, well, this will be, I don't think this is a category, but the thing that I like the most about Iron Maiden is they fucking commit to a brand. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, yeah. we're Iron Maiden. We have a mascot. He's our dude. Yeah. We fly, I, I fly an Iron Maiden plane. I write songs about history. We're never going to change. You come to Iron Maiden, you get Iron Maiden. Through the years. Yeah. Consistency. Without a doubt. I'm there for it. Name a second song. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't couldn't dream uh, of it. So classic albums. Do they have classic albums? And I would say, for sure, Number of the Beast is a classic album. I think that is their most classic. And then I would also... Oh, yeah. Number of the Beast. Yeah. I have heard of that. Right. Yes. That and that's is, a song, too, right? It is, is, there's a song on that mm-hmm. album. Yes. Song and album, Number of the Beast. ask a Please, question were they heavily involved in the like satanic panic of mm-hmm. the 80s well they were accused of it yeah that's what i mean yes, like we're, for sure because you have a song called number, number of the, beast. the beast that sounds yeah. like something that your religious aunt yeah. is gonna see yeah Can- the records were burned and and thrown and there was a there was hubbub uh i think number of the beast is a classic album yes i think peace of mind is also a a uh, a great album but number that doesn't mean it's beast. is that how it goes yeah that's okay, exactly it you know okay. and i also think maybe their debut is a classic album what is Which it? has a different lead it's singer. Called, it's a different lead singer. It's just Iron called Iron Maiden. Maiden. Yeah. I think those... Iron Maiden can't be bought. Iron Maiden can't be sought. Were, is that cool the band. different... Oh, my God. <laughs> a cool band. Yeah. Uh, like, I love them. This band is just for people who have been alienated, I feel. Like... Interesting. Accusation. <laughs> yeah. Boy, that's a, gee, that's a leap. I want to say leap and jump at the yeah. same time, but I almost said jeep. That's a lump. Uh, that's a jeep. It's a jeep lump. Yeah. Yeah, I think those are the two that are definitively the classic. First, you're saying the first one... And then Number of the Beast. Oh, their, la- their latest band is phenomenal. Now, when I say classic... I know. Okay. <laughs> we're good. I get it. But I, I think the f- I some, of, some of the few that followed Number of the Beast, Peace of Mind, and Power Slave are also, especially to the metal community, extremely important. I think Peace of Mind is a better album than Number of the Beast. But okay. yeah. I could be talked into... Uh, I could be convinced I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Number of the Beast just seems like it was their iconic... Yes. It's, that's the one. Well, it's got Run to the Hills on it. I mean, it's got all the... Yeah. Run to the Hills. That's the song that I know. That's the Iron Maiden song that I like. Run to the Hills. 
that's the one everybody that knows. that song rules. Yeah. Uh, it I, does rule. Talk to your aunt about it. Yeah. <laughs> Run to the hills. That was, I should just talk to my ex. That was the only song of Iron Maiden that I was like, this song rules. Keep it on the playlist. So let's talk like, about the next. It can be played in the home. The next category All which right. is iconic songs. Yes. I think "Run to the Hills" is uh, their only iconic song. Uh, Here's and then then the other kind of subcategory is recognizable songs. For me, maybe one of the reasons that's keeping them out. There's no radio play None. in America. Zero. Yeah. Both when when these songs were coming out and now, I've maybe heard "Run to the Hills." on the radio a few times but on like a specialty show yeah. not regular playlist classic but rock but couldn't one argue though in that in that sense here's a band that never had radio play mm-hmm. here's a band uh, that uh, you know top 40 ignored even rock radio ignored and they're filling sheds they're, you know, they're sheds? Huge arenas. Stadiums? Right. Yeah, to, sheds. Me, to me, to me, <laughs> to me sheds, things to like... To me, sheds are small. In the, in the backyard, like guys, if I, if I may, you you your have tools. your little Second City humor. <laughs> I was in the business, and when you say shed, that means Massive. humongous. Okay. Oh. They're filling... Sta- it's like the filling. Shed Aquarium. Okay, <laughs> shut up. Yeah. Chicago yeah, it's a John G. Shed Aquarium. <laughs> it's got two Ds. If you can fill the double D, wow, you guys, without I airplay, mean, you've made it. But I think there is absolutely a great point to be made there the fact that they did not get any love on the radio yeah yet their albums were going platinum in america and they were filling well, we have a lot of alienated teens they were filling <laughs> we're not <shits>. alienated, you <laughs> but i think that's true but it is unfortunate i think it, it holds them back in this regard for the hall and for a lot of people because we don't know a lot of these songs because we didn't they wouldn't hear them on the radio the way we heard it's true Fucking Steve Miller. They got MTV whoever. play, though. They did get a lot of it, but I think mm-hmm. mainly because of the visual. You know, like, uh, you got to get Eddie out there. Also, Eddie comes out there in a have, ball cap. They have a lot. <laughs> Swinging of, a bat. Oh, my gosh. It's very wholesome. I think there is, by the way, there's a picture of you. I think if you put Iron Maiden Eddie but, uh, Dodger uniform, I, oh, I swear sure. to God he oh, shows gosh. up. Well, and I heard he's a Lakers fan now, too. Oh, he loves the ball. He loves the hoops. Uh, Iron Maiden, for me, is something that I visually understand. Like, I have seen more Iron Maiden patches on jackets yeah. mm-hmm. and T-shirts and stuff that I am very familiar with their imagery. The Iconic imagery. The brand is strong. I know Eddie's mm-hmm. name and yeah, could exactly. recognize an Eddie without being able to tell you the name of an Iron Maiden song. So I don't know what that counts for, but popularity, they did manage to break through into culture yes. in some way. I think it negates the radio uh, argument. Yeah. <laughs> if I, I may, I'll just go say it. I think it, I think it negates the I'm radio argument. It. Now, do you think they have any other recognizable songs beyond Run to the Hills? You're going to know Run to the Hills. You're going to know Number of the Beast. Maybe Ace is High. Okay, so no, no, we're not, we won't go to the Trooper. Okay, oh, the sure. Trooper. That's another song that I've heard of. They're dorky, but they kick ass. You know what I mean? I don't disagree they, with that. They like manage to be simultaneously very cool and very lame at the same time. Now, I'll tell you this. If you go see them in concert, as I've said many, many times, I, I fear for my life. And I say that with no humor whatsoever. Okay. There is a weird aggro bro thing mm-hmm. uh, that goes on where, like, the mosh, there's a mosh pit during yeah. that song. Mm-hmm. Which, oh, yeah. Which, or during Flight of Icarus, all of a sudden there's a mosh pit. People are punching each other in the face. And it's like there's this weird aggression that doesn't 
it, it's very incongruous to mm-hmm. this music to me. Well, and because they're not shitheads. Do you know what I mean? They're not secret white supremacist right. shitheads. Like, they're trying to write music that's intelligent and tells a story and all sorts of shit and also rips with this, like, guitar music. Shreds, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Shreds. There we go. It that's the word. And it, rips. it shreds and it rips. You know, yeah, the rip paper it, shred is- it. The, the Constitution of the paper is compromised, <laughs> but but they're not ripping and shredding the Constitution. Well, maybe. I mean, Somebody I don't know. That's that. another mm-hmm. exactly. That's a different kind of panic. Wrathchild uh, is the that is their I would say in their top two. Uh, but that's the one that I think people are uh, would uh, gravitate to. Okay, I think the trooper. I'm giving the trooper as a recognizable. I'm giving it some. So they've got I'm the gonna iconic. It, I'm gonna give it to the trooper. And then maybe a few, just in terms of the the casual music listener who's maybe not an Iron Maiden fan. What do they know? Yeah. Not a ton. Maybe the trooper. I don't think it might. I, I, you only know them because of your ex boyfriend. Yeah. Like if mm-hmm. you w- didn't date that guy, you wouldn't know that at all. So I don't disagree with yeah. you that there's. Right. So that's I think that is the maybe the one thing keeping them out. Or if you but, want to make an, if I may, well, that's why we have also, different categories. Also, my ex used to make the com, used to make the <clears throat> argument too that like Iron Maiden shows were like really joyful. Like he like had the time of his life. I, at I don't shows. listen. I I have fun, but I, I don't go on the main floor. Yeah, he wouldn't go near the main floor. It's uh-huh. uh, how many? Uh, what's the male to female ratio at a Maiden <laughs> show? Oh, uh, let's call it nine hundred to six. <laughs> okay. Great. I saw them first in 1983. Opening band was Quiet Riot. Whoa. Quiet Riot was the peak of the powers. Come on. Feel the noise. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Next category, commercial success. All right. Here we go. Have they sold a fuck ton of albums? They've they've sold so many albums and still do. And obviously in the UK... They're selling a lot. And but. also in those Scandinavian countries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, We're, I tell you one thing. They love metal. I'm they, looking at, yeah. It's a dark... It's still 1988 over there. They have 22 hours of darkness for many months. <laughs> so they like really yeah. like... They embrace it. They embrace it. Yeah. So the first album, Platinum in the UK. Second album, Gold in the UK, Gold in the US. And then we get to the number of the beasts. Platinum. Peace of Mind. Platinum. Power Slave. Platinum. Somewhere in time. Platinum. So I'm, t- I'm just talking and in America. And they did it all without radio play. Yes, exactly. Which makes it that much more impressive. And then Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. Gold. No Prayer for the Dying. Gold. So and, now we're getting into and, the and, 90s. Well, that's And then so remember, we're getting into the 90s where metal's kind of dying. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yes. uh, so to even go gold is pretty good. Yes, I agree. Also, those albums are just okay. Okay. And then, you know, at that point. Dickinson Leaves. But they do come when they come back in 2000. Impressively enough, in the year 2000, they're gold in the UK. And then every album. Did they have a new? They had new albums in the 2000s. That's when they kind of they They re with the Wicker Man was their big uh, comeback hit, quote unquote. And they They kind of brought the band to the Wicker Man. Nope, they did a song about about it. The classic lineup bees, was re- uh, united, okay. and and yeah. they didn't kick anybody out, so they had three guitarists. Great, they have a three guitar attack, Kristen. Wow, oh boy. and that Wait, was on posters. Is, I'm ready to say three it's an guitar assault. Attack? That's what it was. It wasn't attack. It was assault. A three guitar three assault. Three guitar assault. Mm-hmm. What happens during that? Oh, that's three guys soloing, man. 
Whoa. The best the best musical thing you could think of. Three guys soloing. <laughs> Three guys shredding. Three or guys ripping. shredding, ripping, shredding on guitars. Tearing. So they score huge points in the commercial success yeah, category, yeah. especially given their, their lack of radio play. Longevity, you know, the first album is 1980, and they're going strong until about 90. And then they have a break, and then, like I said before, kind of come back. And then they've had a resurgence and a very successful uh, touring career even up yeah, till now. Yeah, they they're selling out sheds. They're selling out sheds, as we know. Are you guys able to hear this properly? And I hope you understand it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Listen, no. Now you've taught us a term. We're going to use it. We're I, not afraid to take and, it. And, oh, I, know, I know NOMCOM became very comfortable to here, FYN, FYEs. No big deal. Yeah. Sheds. We're going to say here. shed a lot, and we're going to run it into the ground. Yep. Uh, but I would say the kind of the peak years of Iron Maiden, about a 10-year stretch, 80 to 90, is kind of the classic era of them at the height of their powers. But then Dickinson went solo. They had a different lead singer again mm-hmm. for only two albums. And his name was like Blaze Blaley or something? It's Blaze, yeah, Blaze Bailey, I think, oh, right? Oh, really? boy. I truly That's, thought I was making oh, that up. No, having read it once Blaze, in passing. And those albums Blaze are good, not Bailey. great. When did, when did he do this, just so I can tell how ju- how much I should judge the name Blaze Bailey? Oh, you should, uh, doesn't what, matter what, what year. year was it? Well, no, because if it was like the late 80s, that's like Let kind of a yeah, cool name. Of, that's on. like the name that you give to someone cool on a show in the 80s. They're like, oh, my God. Well, have you seen Blaze Bailey? The new kid, Blaze Bailey. think about? It, you know, like that. If it's eighty-eight, then you're chill. To I'm gonna be guess Blaze ninety-four no. and um, ninety-seven for yeah. those albums. No, then, then you should not be 96? named Blaze Bailey. That's very good. Yeah, so he joined Iron Maiden in ninety-four, Thank and then he was there until ninety-nine. Uh huh. I okay. thank you, Blaze Bailey. And of course, as we all know, from eighty-four to ninety-four, Blaze Bailey was with Wolfsbane. Yeah. So yeah, ten years, pretty good run, and there's still a in demand. They uh, sell out at wherever they go, and their last album, I think, probably went platinum or uh, gold. At yeah, least gold. at least in the UK, without a doubt. And as we know, Norway's into it, yeah. <laughs> Germany's into it, Finland's into it, uh, yeah. gold in all those countries. D- big time. Now, did it not go gold here in the States? Uh, I, I do not know. That's surprising. That would be surprising to me. All right, then the because, next... And I'll tell you why. I bought 499000 <laughs> <laughs> I would assume they would have sold yeah. one more. Yeah. Well, we tried. So, yeah, I think longevity, a good... Uh, amount of time. Yeah, and the fact that they're still around, still, mm-hmm. you know. Not necessarily as relevant as they once were, but yeah. still around. And then Influence Innovation, obviously, I don't think there's any metal band that came after them that does not cite they all do. Iron Maiden yeah. as a major influence. They're, they're so like important They're like the quintessential, when you think metal, the sound that you're thinking of is Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the last category, does my mom know who they are? And she might not be able to recognize a song. But she'd recognize an Eddie. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know about Eddie either. But she's (laughs) definitely heard of the name. Am I allowed to ask how old your mother is? Uh, My mom's 67. And my mom is 57. Whoa! (laughs) Um, And my mother has heard of Iron Maiden. And she 100% could not name a song, though. Right. But still, I think that so that ca- the reason we have that category, and I, my dad is as well has definitely heard of, heard of Iron Maiden. Knows I, about my, them. There's no way my dad has, and my dad was in bands when in his twenties and thirties. Mm-hmm. And you are a big fan of this. Yeah, group. they're my second favorite band. What's your first favorite band? Chicago. Chicago. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, Kristen, keep that in mind. My first favorite is Chicago, and my second is Iron Maiden. Jimmy contains, contains multitudes. multitudes. Yeah. Congratulations, you are. Interesting. Interesting. And I put that in quotes. <laughs> Capitalized. I'm still flabbergasted that your mother is only 57 years yeah, old. Yeah, she just had me child. when she was young, though. My mom had me when she was young. She was 20 years old when she had me. So I'm not a child. Oh. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. So you I, do the arithmetic. 
Yeah. Uh, let's. Okay. So those are the categories. Uh, my why mom don't... was twenty when she had me. By the yeah. way. Yeah. My grandma was twenty when she had my mother too. So we were all twenty years apart for a while. Fun. Oh, it doesn't sound like I mean, you think we're it's all fun. still twenty years apart. <laughs> cool nope, facts about me. Oh, well, oh, we're recording. Okay. Joe so wants to get to the to the <laughs> the verdict. The so verdict. we're gonna go around the horn. Say. Should they get inducted? Will they get inducted? And if they're getting inducted, when are they getting inducted? So, Kristen, why don't you start us off? Okay, can I ask you some questions? Without a doubt. So Metallica's in the hall? They are. Who Are any other medley-type bands in the hall? No, you'd have to Sabbath. stretch the definition. Sabbath, Sabbath, Zeppelin, Deep Purple. but Somebody tried to argue yesterday the Who is heavy metal. Fuck th- off! Right? That's a no hard way. pass. No. You're a no. dick. Influential to those groups, perhaps, yeah. but, but no. not metal. Like, yeah, you so could, they if, played guitar fast sometimes, but that is not metal. I don't consider that no. metal. You really have to stretch it. Like, if you're... I don't, I don't even think I consider Guns N' Roses metal. No, they're hard rock. They're, they're pretty straightforward rock. I think, because when I... I, don't, I think it borders metal. Yeah, it borders. It borders, but to me, like, Paradise City is not a metal song. Take me down. But, I mean, like, it does... It, like, it kicks at the end, but it's not like a... It doesn't have that what we they do the Iron have Maiden metal sound, songs. which is what I kind of equate with sounding Guns metal. Guns N' Roses does at points have metal songs, though. On some of their albums, like other songs on their albums are They're more metal, closer to metal, more metallic, other, otherwise, huh, if you All will. Right. Uh, uh, but Judas Priest I, has I made the ballot, and they are definitely a metal band. I think they'll be in uh, next and year. And Judas, Judas Priest, Priest is not in yet, though. They made the ballot they'll for the first time last year. Okay, but I think Judas Priest will probably get in. Now do okay, so this is this will inform my decision mm-hmm. on whether I think that Iron Maiden. What's the verdict? Do I think that? I, I mean, this is the thing. What this brings up the question of like, do we want the Hall to get more genre-y? And I do. I I'm do here for it. I want them to have more metal bands. I want them to have a lot more new wave bands, and I want them to have a lot more soul and mm-hmm. hip hop artists. Like I really want that. Put all the divas in, too. I want the fucking divas in. But what do I think the likelihood is? So do I think Iron Maiden should get in the hall? You know what? Yeah. I think they should. Do I think they will? Boy. Yeah. I mean, I think eventually we'll get into a place where more medley genre people are getting in. And I think once you start getting the medley genre people in, then the obvious choice is going to be your Iron Maiden. It's just a question of getting enough people in the voting body to make it happen. When do I think that will happen? Yeah. When do you think the this third is question. Yeah. I think we're looking at within 10 years. Okay. Sounds good. Jimmy. Jimmy. What, what's the, well, welcome back. Jimmy. What's on the table? <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So what, what are my, what are your th- my three? Should they, will they, and when? Should y- they? Yes. When? I'm going to say strong. Maybe I, I really strong. Maybe for I'm the guy that I yeah. think they should be, but I don't, I really don't know. But if they do, it'll be 2020 for this reason. 2019. The world will be over. <laughs> first of all, we're, well, at least our country will be. Yeah. Uh, 20, oh, I'm sorry. Our country is the world. FYI. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Go on. Go on. Kristen. I know. I'm Trust me. I don't very, want to talk about it at all. I swear point. to you. Please tell me why 2020. First of all, because it's fun to say. Great. Oh, Second sure. of all, Judas Priest gets in in 2019. And I think that uh, what, 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 uh, what's your great word that you guys have been using? Tributary? Tributary. I think that they get in, and then that opens up the door for them to go, well, Iron Maiden needs to be here, mm-hmm. um, and then they get in. So okay. I, I'm going to say 2020. Like, in two this years. is like once Chaka Khan gets in, Whitney gets in, Janet gets in, then the tributary was open. Boy, Interesting. Boy, uh, I, say, I think Janet gets in before Chaka Khan. I, I so would too. love for Janet to get in. I I'm, ugh, just come Y'all. on. Uh, okay. I saw and love Shaka Khan, by the way, in case that yeah. uh, is interesting to anybody. 
<laughs> Wait, okay, so there's more questions now. Hold on. I, oh, I didn't. Joe has to say. Um, we'd, we'd rather. Keep, keep Joe us usually, guessing, Joe. well, Joe used to go first, and then I would be like, would you know what? Everybody's he, opinion uh, too much. Right. Yeah. I'd come in with too much uh, insider knowledge. Yeah. I think they should. I think they will. I agree with you that Judas Priest is probably going to come first. And then I think the the people who are going to bat for Judas Priest probably go to Iron Maiden next. Mm-hmm. I think we might get Def Leppard they rally in there. The uh, uh, but that's not metal. I know, but I think they they kind of occupy the same. That's space. Bon Jovi. To me, that's Bon Jovi. That's they occupy Which, Bon Jovi space. I think Def Leppard's coming up soon, if not next year. I 100 percent agree with you. And I think. Do I think they deserve it? I don't. Okay. Well, well. my parents will be psyched. They Judas like Def Leppard. Priest is then also going to come first. And then I think we're going to have to see Iron Maiden. I think Tom Morello, who's on the nominating that's committee, what I mean. is see, going that's to go to what, back I them. think it's going to be Morello that's going to get all this like, metal stuff I just stuff don't know going. what his priorities are. Again, I don't know. Maybe Thin Lizzy will come in before them, too. Maybe he will go to bat for them first. I don't know. But I think they're around the corner. I'm going to say within five to seven years, Iron Maiden is in. Do we put money on this? How does this work? <laughs> I, I, I didn't listen to the previous episodes. Do we now? Oh, yeah. You entered, yeah. You entered an agreement by coming yeah, in here. This is it. Now so how so much sorry. do I need to put in? Yeah. I'm so sorry. 10000 10, uh, Actually, you know what? Let's put $666. There oh. we go. Why don't we do that? That number. That was, uh, you guys supposed uh, to high five that? No, it was just like it a virtual high. I was like, it was too close. All right. Don't so worry about it. they get in. Who inducts them? Who gives the speech to induct Iron Maiden? I think Morello. You think Morello? I can see. It's someone who I think would love to do it and would show up. Scott Ian. He seems to be... He seems to be another one of those guys, right? Who's always around, always available, and is passionate and is enthusiastic. Um, I don't know who that is. He's an, he's the Anthrax g- oh. guitar player with the goatee. Yes, with the goatee. I he's know, on VH1 all the time. He's who you think of when you think of Anthrax. As yeah. Anthrax is not in. No, oh my God. Before <laughs> Iron Maiden. I would be wild. That's why yeah, I'd say for it. Sure. But I think, yeah, he just seems like uh, he's such a fan. Yeah, he'd do it. So Lars cares... Does James Hetfield care? Is he around? They seem like contemporaries of Iron Maiden, but I bet they have a respect. But I don't know how enthusiastic. I don't know. Maybe, Jimmy, you can speak to this more than I can. I am not. I don't know much about Metallica. I don't really know what their relationship is. I know Lars has been quoted as saying, like, oh, they were influenced by Iron Maiden, but it always felt backhanded to me. It always felt like, you know, we always saw what they did, and we respected right. the hell out of them. And it's like, uh, all right. What yeah, about yeah. Slash? Maybe Slash? Yeah. Oh. He puts the top hat on. Right, puts yeah. the wig yeah, and top hat on. Yeah, gets just, in his disguise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they could have anybody as Slash do it. Really, <laughs> That's your point. I think it's a Saddam Hussein situation. We've got <laughs> exactly. a lot of a lot of slashes. Yeah, a lot of slashes. <laughs> we don't know what the real one is. What's tricky is you want to think of someone metal, but then you want also what the Hall would try to do is get someone who is current and fun. Will it be is the kid from any... Greta Van Fleet? Oh boy, they came up last episode, and can I just say, wait, who is this? There's a there's a band called Greta Van Fleet, and they sound exactly like Led Zeppelin. I think it's a problem oh i don't think they're influenced by led zeppelin i think they are just doing led zeppelin i don't think they could be influenced by him because they're children but that i tell you what man they're you watch them play like live I videos they're mesmerizing who they are okay well that's something i yeah like, like i understood like as a kid i didn't understand why girls loved robert plant mm-hmm. now that i'm a man and i understand i could be strong <laughs> with my uh, sexual uh, opinions and things. Mm-hmm. I could see girls wanting to bang this guy to hell. Okay, like now he, I really want to look him up. Uh, he has he, it, man. You don't like him. I just <laughs> think. Well, I think he's not in his masculinity he's yet. He's from. They're from Michigan. I want to say what that are they singer Van Fleet. Van yeah. Fleet. That Van singer Fleet. sounds exactly like Robert. Yeah, Pink and does vocal. And he does things vocally. That I just think are ripping off what Robert Plant. I don't is. disagree with and anything. I think the guitar player sounds exactly like Jimmy, Jimmy Page, Page and does a lot of riffs 
and things with his guitar that I just think there have been so many groups that have been influenced by Led Zeppelin. Not just stills. You have to watch video. Okay, yeah, I do Cause, cause because he looks like a... <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You, ha- you have to see video because he he okay. writhes around he in looks- a vest. Yes. Sure. Okay, and now uh, who in the band, this is more a question for you, Jimmy, who yeah. in the band gets inducted? Because not every member always gets inducted. Not all members. So obviously there's like kind of the core. There's Bruce Dickinson. I think in. in this case everybody gets in with the. Ex- I don't think I don't think Paul Diano gets invited. I think he does. I think I think obviously I, I think the hall doesn't allow. I think it's one of those kiss things mm-hmm. where the band's going to want him, and yeah. the hall's like, no, no, we're inducting this lineup. Yeah, they could do that. Okay, so let me ask you. That's this That's my then. concern. Now, do I think Paul Diano should be there? Of course I, I do, think, especially because I think that first album's classic, and I think that yeah. second album is also very popular. But the iconic Iron Maiden is mm-hmm. the lineup from Number of the Beast. But it's, just, it's this is an issue because it's inconsistent. the hall, and I'm sure you know this. Yes, it's but sickening. It, so, it doesn't matter. They can induct them all. They can induct every single person who played an egg shaker on any fucking album. And you know what? They should. It doesn't matter. We will. Oh, we don't have time for you to really. It diminishes the honor if you induct everyone yeah. who's ever in the band. Yeah. Okay. So, Wait, whoa, whoa, what? The, I know you said we don't have time. We really don't. <laughs> we do. I mean, I guess my thing is if like. If you're heralding somebody's career, mm-hmm. your, your career is worthy of being in this made up little museum we've mm-hmm. done. Then why should anybody be left out if they were an official member of the band? I don't think you put Blaze Bailey in. Do you see what I mean? I am not going to argue that. See? All right, You're not my going to argument is Blaze Bailey. I, <laughs> Nobody's uh, going to the bat floor? for Blaze. You, the floor right, is bad. I don't think you give it to Blaze Bailey. I don't think you give it to Dennis Stratton, who played guitar on played the first the album. Played <laughs> the him. Fender Stratton caster. I don't think you. I don't think you put Dennis on there. He played for one album. I agree and it was with the that. First album. I'll agree with that. I think you put in. It's almost like the Fleetwood Mac argument. They had a whole career as like British blues musicians right. before Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham, Peter Green, and uh, a guy who just passed, Danny Kerwin. They got in. They were founding members. Yes. They were on those first few albums, and those albums are, while not as classic as Rumors, still important. I think that's kind of true for the first two Iron Maiden albums, which is why you put Paul in. In addition to Bruce, I think you also, obviously, you put Dave Murray in. He's been on every recording. You put in Adrian Smith, again, on most, even though he was gone in the 90s, you put him on. I think you also put Janet Gers, even though he joined in, like, 89. He's part that of that three-guitar assault. That is He's a, part of the assault. That is a woman. That is a man. Oh, Janet? my God. Janik. Oh. Or maybe Yannick. I don't Yannick know. He's, he's probably, yeah, Yannick is, he plays guitar for the three-guitar assault. I think you put him in just because he, even though he joined late, in their kind of peak years. I was like so years. psyched. I was like, there's a woman in Iron Maiden. That would Maiden. be out of control. You God. would know that. <laughs> that would, would be stuff. That would be information you already have. <laughs> he's He's been with them since. So I think you put Yannick in. But one, all right, but see, this is where the hall blows wad. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not suggesting that they would uh, include him. Jason Sheff replaced Peter Cetera mm-hmm. in 1986. Yes. And he was with them until the day that they were in the hall, mm-hmm. which is... When he quit. 30 years later. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Without and they doubt. went, nope. Right. And if you... Because you were there... And they even they quoted someone from Chicago in that video package to kind of uh, justify that, which was that someone said when Terry Kath died, it was no longer Chicago or that it was a different band. And they, I feel like they kind of that used that. They just that. never changed their name and kept putting kept out albums under the same thing. And <laughs> yeah. that's some rude bullshit. And mm-hmm. I don't like it. 
Yeah, honestly, I mean, and I don't care. Put Blaze Bailey in too. Oh my god, <laughs> you're wrong. You're I think Blaze Bailey should be inducted with Chicago. Yeah, you know what? Let's put Blaze Bailey in a category of his own. Right. Best no, yes, name. That's, that's, Jimmy makes a very good point, which is that you know when they inducted Chicago, they did not really acknowledge the ballad years, so to speak. That's rude. Steve, I don't like it. That's Steve why Harris. I'm saying err on the side of too many rather than too few. Probably. <laughs> I think Steve Harris, obviously, founding member, it's his band, never left. I think you put Clive Burr in, too. He was the drummer on the first three. And then Nico. And then you put in Nico. Yeah. And I think that's who you Nico, Nico McBrain. Okay. His name is McBrain in no, Iron Maiden. Not. That's great. Okay. He's cool. Is he part of the Three Guitar Assault? No, he's a drummer. Iron Maiden All has- right. th- And a great golfer. People always want to point that out. Mm, let's, let's not. Alice Cooper also is a great golfer. Shut up. Who cares? Yeah, people have hobbies. I had a discussion about golf this morning. With Alice Cooper? Nope. I don't care then. Right. Okay, so <laughs> they, they have... I'd like to hear about it off the air. <laughs> yeah. They. If anybody wants to know about it, you can just email us, and I will give you my thoughts about how golf takes up a lot of space and resources, and, and water, it's only yeah. for rich people. The barrier of entry is too high to get into it, and not enough people get to enjoy it for the amount of space and resources it takes up. There you have it. Great. Are you George Carlin? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Maiden gets inducted. They get kind to of play. Anger at golf. It's wonderful. It's a nice, relaxing four. And a half oh, hours. Wow. Iron Maiden gets to play three songs at the induction. Oh my gosh, yeah, we're not done. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no so we're sorry. not. We're not. This no. is a very long episode. I don't shut I up. Uh, okay, so myself. Iron Maiden has three songs they get to play at the induction. What do they play? They I think, play Run, Run to, to the, the Hills, Hills, The Trooper, Number of the Beast. That's a pretty Those good Those would be the three. That's probably Those, the one I would pick too. Yeah. Uh, but are they want to play? Are they going to play Wrathchild too? And then are they going to play their brand new tune well, off Bon Jovi's new album? Well, yeah. Will they play the new Bon Jovi song, Iron Maiden? Oh, I'd like to hear their version. Yeah, it'll probably be <laughs> great. Sure they wouldn't turn it down. Um, it might be listenable. They don't play "Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter." Bring your daughter to the slaughter. <laughs> wanted to say that. Bring her uh, down. Or Charlotte the Harlot. A lot of, lot of, wow, rhyme, lot of, of rhyming. rhyming. A lot of internal rhyme. Yeah, a lot of rhyming about, about, about women, too. Charlotte the, Charlotte the Harlot, bring your daughter to the slaughter. Well, I hope uh, Iron Maiden gets in soon, and you'll go. Yeah. I'll go. I'll see you there, Jimmy. Oh my gosh. I will go. Oh, uh, boy. I guess, I, I mean... I'll probably go too. Wow. What an episode, huh? That sure was great. I loved all of it. Me uh, too. That will, uh, that will do it. We might do a few more remastered episodes, especially given that not only Jimmy was on our draft episode and drafted Iron Maiden, but Rhea Butcher was our, also on our draft episode drafted Devo. Rhea advocated for Devo on their original episode. It was interesting how that kind of happened. They, they both went for their original picks and they both wound up on the ballot. You know, and I know that I've said that we don't have any influence over the hall, but it does feel like some magic has happened. Listen, I, I, I'm not going on the record, but <laughs> Cool and the Gang was not on the ballot, so. That's true. <laughs> All right, well, uh, you can, of course, follow us at Rock Hall Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And you know what? You can follow uh, Kristen at KStud across all platforms. You can follow me on Twitter at JoeKJoeK and Instagram at JoeQua. Uh, our email is rockhallpod at gmail.com. 
uh, if you want Kristen to see your message, you're going to have to designate that somewhere. Otherwise, I'm not showing it to her. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us. Five stars only. And we say that because anything less is rude. If rude. it's four stars and you're like, that's pretty good, I'm telling you, it's not. And if you give us five stars, it certainly helps us to uh, gain more visibility in the algorithm, which then helps us to grow. Listeners, then you'll have more people to talk to about this show and the Rock Hall in general. <laughs> yeah, do you want this community? <laughs> let's let's really build a community here, folks. Thank you to Mike Lloyd for the logo. Thank you to Yusu Kim for the music. Uh, thank you to AKG, the microphone sounding crisp as always, Kristen. Thank you. And- And thank you to Pantheon Podcast for hosting us. I'm Joe Quazala. I'm Kristen Stutter. And who cares? About that rock hall. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.